Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Prerequisite, the Penn State Shenango podcast. We have a fun episode on the way for you today. Let's get started. What a beautiful, chilly fall day we have upon us. Um, I guess some people like that. I love it. I don't. Indeed. It's all right. I Fall. like I like the eighty degree weather, sunshine. Yeah, yesterday the last uh, ten minutes on my lunch break, it was wonderful. Just sitting outside, sun beating down on me, felt so good. Nope, no one else can relate. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sun. I just don't like sweating. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't like to be uncomfortably sweating, standing still. I'm like a cat. I like to lay in the sun when I choose, but then I want to. Yeah. Enjoy like boots and long sleeves and sweatshirts and bonfires. And boots, huh? Boots. Boot season. I saw a little advertisement on Instagram that said it's almost boot season. I was like, okay, I guess. It wasn't bad yesterday because there was a nice breeze. A <laughs> yeah, that mm-hmm. helps. So well, I, will, I will allow the warmer temperatures as long as there is moving air. We'll just be stagnant to 90 degrees. <laughs> Love my favorite. <laughs> That's all right. Everyone's That's been complaining all. Yeah, everyone's been complaining all summer how hot it is, so I can't wait to be the one that flips it and complains about how cold it is now. So You do that all the time. No. Yeah, you do. I don't. Yeah, you do. It's all right. July will be back around soon enough, and I'll have to listen to you complain again. <laughs> Maybe. All right, anyways, that's enough. That's enough rambling. Let's get to uh, announcements. Go ahead, Cassandra. What are your announcements? Oh, nope, you don't know them. Erica, what are your announcements? <laughs> All right, I guess I'll go. <laughs> First week of October. What do we got going First on? First week of October. Well, um, October 3rd, I think that is a Monday. Correct. It is the last day to RSVP for the scholarship dinner. So if you didn't do that, then I guess you're not going. That's fine. <laughs> wow. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, but it is never too late to write a thank you letter to your donors. If you have any questions about that, please come see me or you can stop and see Sean O'Neill in financial aid. Um, also on October 10th, excuse me, October 6th, we have our next diversity series movie, di- excuse me, diversity film series um, featuring the times of Harvey Milk in Sharon Hall 105. We will be starting roughly 12, 12, 15, depending <laughs> upon everything and how it goes. Um, and it's about Harvey Milk, who is the first outwardly gay male in uh, California in office. So it's pretty interesting. And also, October 8th, it's the Jane 5K. There's still time to volunteer, and you can register online or you can register in person that day um, if you're still interested in running. If you have any questions about that, you can come see me um, in Sharon Hall 218. I think I have butchered my announcements enough. Yes. Well, you gave enough time for Cassandra to get ready for hers, so I think it really <laughs> worked be out equally, well. Um, no, mine are going to be worse because <laughs> I don't even know my train of thought today. Um, the only intramural we have for the first week of October will be uh, spike ball. If you guys are familiar, I am not. But we have the supplies in the back room, so it's just all you need is two to four players to play, and it's like this net, and it's a combination of like volleyball and I don't even know how to explain it, but it's... You have to have good hand-eye coordination for it, FYI. 
if you do not, I will be there to join you because I do <laughs> not either. Um, but anyways, I'll be on the 5th at 1215. Um, we're going to have a pink out coming up this month on the 19th in the Great Hall. It's a Wednesday. We'll have shirts, um, pink pumpkins, all kinds of good stuff like that. Um, and then the, we're going to have a Halloween event as well, just a heads up on the 26th. Um, we'll have possibly, you know, some prizes, candy, all that good stuff. Um, we'll probably be requesting people to dress up if they want to, not requiring it. Um, but we'll give you guys more information on upcoming episodes of The Prerequisite, but just want to put those on your radar. Awesome, Blossom. There's one more thing that I'll add, and I think uh, just maybe just a general comment. Please make sure as you are gearing up for midterms that you are going to the shark if you need it. If you do not see a tutor, you can request one. It's really easy to do so. Please come to Student Affairs in Sharon Hall 103 if you're not sure what those hours look like or how to make appointments. We sort of have some experience at this point with helping students navigate that process. So please don't don't wait to get uh, ready for midterms. I know they're coming up. So, And that's the last thing I'll say about that. <clears throat> but great announcements. Are you guys ready to move on to the guest? Yes. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm excited about this entire episode, um, and I, I just reading the the notes. I'm very excited to dive in and ask a million questions. So, another relative newcomer to the campus, someone who's extraordinarily talented. I must say, I'm I'm overly impressed with um, his ability to edit and and you know just kind of be ahead of the game in terms of photography and videography. And um, but he comes to us uh, from from Teal and. Again, he fits in extraordinarily well. I'm very jealous of his beard. And we welcome today the Strategic Communications and Marketing, Marketing Coordinator, Mike McElroy, to the hot seat. Hello. Hi, Mike. Welcome. Hi. I said welcome, even though I'm... I'm <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you, you'd yeah. be surprised how often that happens. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Mike, do you feel like you're fitting in with Penn State Shenango? Just a simple yeah, question really. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's easy because everyone is so welcoming. I feel like this is a great place. There's like a lot of good energy going on. And so, yeah, it's it's been, uh, you know, I've only been here for about a month, I think. And uh, yeah, I feel like I'm already part of the team. So it's good. I think your sense of humor fits in with us really yes, well. Yes. So I think that's like once, <laughs> like if we know you have a sense of humor, we're like, oh yeah, he's, he's good to go. And like truthfully, <laughs> that's like our, our sort of qualifying statement is like, oh, we like the sarcasm. We like the yes, <laughs> good. Um, yeah, so it's it's again. I I totally agree. You're fitting in very well. I'm gonna ask a question about something I'm super interested in. You said you were on the crew at Steelers TV. What was that like? Yeah, it was awesome. So I actually uh, I did my internship uh, with the Steelers with Steelers TV when I was a senior so cool. in college, and then whenever I graduated, they hired me. So then I worked for them for <clears throat> uh, about four seasons, and. So we did all kinds of stuff. We did, um, we were scoreboard staff on game days. So, um, you know, like if you're ever at the game and there's all this stuff going on on the scoreboard, it's like a, it's a live broadcast essentially in the stadium. And so we worked all week to produce content for the scoreboard, but then also like we were a part of the scoreboard team to make it all happen. And so I, um, did a couple of different things on game day. Sometimes I would be in, uh, the scoreboard, um, control room. And then other times I would be on the field as uh, just like a, a production assistant for the the actual camera team. So the guys going around with the cameras that they, you know, they cut to the cameras on the scoreboard, <laughs> yeah. showing yeah. fans going nuts. Like so, I would, I uh, I would you know make sure they had 
camera batteries and, you know, lens wipes and all that stuff. So that was kind nice. of my, my thing. But then also during the week we would do, um, all kinds of stuff with the players. So we'd be at practices every day and, um, we would do a lot of community events with players and high school football games, youth football games. Um, yeah. And then we did, it was really cool. So we were like right on, on the cusp of, of like streaming technology at the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so we were the first team, we were the first organization in the NFL to have a weekly, or it was a daily, a daily streaming show on the website. So like no one else in the NFL was doing that at the time. So we were really like the, the NFL's pilot program. So that was pretty cool <laughs> to be a so part cool. of that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty neat. And like we we could do whatever we wanted because it, oh, you know, <laughs> it had never been done before. And we were just like making it up as we went along yeah. kind of. It was it was a little bit of the Wild West, and uh, uh, I don't know why they gave us so much freedom, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So yeah, we did some pretty cool stuff. So something that's pretty uh, you know prominent in pop culture right now, especially if you're a sports fan, is Russell Wilson's um, you know Let's Ride. Like people like to make fun of that. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I mean, I've been to a lot of Steeler games, so I remember um, the Shea Townsend would talk about you know. If, if you see something, say something in the stadium and like you would do like this little announcement <clears throat> about, you know, respecting your fellow fans. Were you a part of any of those like productions where you're like, I'm just, I imagine you pre-record all this stuff like maybe in the off season, I don't know, um, like for the announcements or like, you know, the, you know, Steeler Nation, Get Loud. Or, did you yeah. have, were you ever a part of stuff like that? All of that stuff. Yeah, all of that stuff was usually done uh, in the preseason, okay. like maybe during camp and like yeah. training camp okay. and stuff like that. And so I didn't, I didn't do a lot of those things. Okay. So uh, a lot of the stuff that I worked on was like during the week. Okay. Um, so if there was, if there was a, a player that needed to read something as part of a sponsorship. Yeah. Okay. Know, like I would, I would be a part of the team that would record that or um, covering practice. So, you know, the media was allowed to be at practice. So I would go and I would record practice and then we would cut it up. We'd edit it together for our daily streaming show or something like that. Or we would do player interviews that then had to be sent off to like NFL network that they could use for their broadcast, so stuff cool. like that. So yeah, that was mostly the stuff that I did. Any cool player stories? Anyone that really jumps out at you as like being awesome? Man, I, I never had any bad interactions. Okay. Like they were okay. all, they were all cool. Like they, yeah, everyone was pretty cool and they were getting used to us because we were where we worked for the team. So like yeah. we were essentially coworkers. But they are just programmed. If they see someone walking down the hall with a camera, they think, oh, that's a media member. Yeah. And so it mm -hmm. took them a while to be like, oh, that's Mike. He works with us. <laughs> like, I should, I should know this person. Yeah. Right. So it, it, we got, you know, we got to that point after a little while. Uh, but one, one story that stands out, I don't know if you remember Lamar Woodley. Oh, he was a oh, linebacker. Yeah, 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 great. Um, so there was one day, there was a rookie linebacker, and I don't even remember who. He, he, uh, I don't think he's in the NFL anymore, but he was supposed to bring candy to a linebackers meeting and he didn't. <laughs> and so the next day, Lamar Woodley was like, we need to, we have to prank this guy because he like, he's a rookie. He didn't do what we told him to do. So they worked with the head of security for the team. Who's also like a practical joker. Yeah. Bad situation when your head of security is a practical joker. <laughs> so they, uh, they got the keys from his locker and they took his car and like drove it around to the back back door area of the practice facility. And then he went out and got seven enormous garbage bags full of uh, 
popcorn from the <laughs> local movie theater. Yeah. And they told us that they were going to do this. And so I was the one uh, at the practice facility that day. So like we put GoPros in his car, like on the dashboard. I got that's awesome. video footage of the guy like <laughs> dumping bags and bags of popcorn in his car. And then as soon as the practice ended, we just like opened up the back door <laughs> and, you know, Lamar Woodley was like, come on guys, take a look at this new car I bought or whatever. And we walked back and the whole team is like, oh my God, uh, <laughs> oh, no. that is a vehicle full of popcorn. And then it took the, the guy, the player a while to realize like, that's my car. <laughs> and then when he did realize it, you know, everyone's like reaching oh through the sunroof and like picking out popcorn. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah. They were playing it up pretty good, but it was. It Imagine was all those kernels of popcorn in the bottom of I know. your car. Oh, right? yeah. clean it out. I'm just I, thinking about yeah. all the butter on the seat. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah, that's gosh. what I said too. I said, how are they going to clean this? I do think Lamar like paid to have it. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. But that's yeah. like some dedication yeah. for a prank, like yep. the GoPros and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, so that was pretty fun. That's <laughs> super cool. I love it. So basically, they just never grow up. They are just like, you know, just like our college students, teenagers. I mean, they play just, a game yeah. for a living, so. True. Yeah. yeah. True. And a lot of them are still pretty young. I mean, they're yeah. just mm -hmm. out of college yeah. or they're True. in their 20s or whatever. So, yeah. That's My fine. goodness. <laughs> That'd be so bad. <laughs> I'd be livid. <laughs> um, so uh, I, could, I was I didn't want to interrupt your train. Please there, go, Andy. So I see that you're also into beer brewing. Yeah. How did you get started with that? I uh, well, I think it started. I was so my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, uh, for Christmas one year bought me uh, a beer brewing kit. Mm -hmm. And I honestly didn't do anything with it. I like let it sit there for six <laughs> months. And I, I was living, you know, I was newly out of college. I was living by myself in an apartment and I was just like bored one weekend. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I'll try this out. <laughs> so I, I did the beer brewing kit and it, it turned out pretty good. And I had fun with the. It was a cool process. Mm -hmm. And then I just got like more and more into it. So then I, I you know, I had to sit down, talk with my, my, she then became my wife. So I had to talk with her and I said, listen, I, I need to buy some more stuff. <laughs> uh, and it's expensive stuff. She said, okay, if you're going to do it, do it. So, you know, you have my blessing to buy whatever materials you need. So, all right. So I ran with it. So then I just bought a whole bunch of brewing equipment and yeah. So I've been home brewing now for like six or seven years. Wow. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do you have your favorite flavors or... <laughs> Ones that you're still working on? Well, I, I have, I've, not to toot my own horn, I've made some <laughs> pretty good stuff okay. in the past. There was a couple recipes that I would like to revisit that I think I kind of messed it up a little bit because I was, I didn't know what I was doing and I was just kind of winging it. Mm -hmm. So there was one I made, a, it was a banana hazelnut porter. Oh dear. That had way too much banana and not enough <laughs> hazelnut. And so I want to try that one again. But I made a really good, uh, I, it was a milk stout with coffee added. That was like the best one that I made, I think. That sounds good. Yeah, I think that was the best beer I oh, brewed. Oh, wow. That was a really I would one. never think to put milk. I mean, well, I've heard of coffee yeah, beer. Yeah, I guess it wasn't really milk. I, I used lactose. Okay. So it gives it like a creaminess to yeah. it, but it doesn't add, and it's a, a, a non-fermentable sugar, so it doesn't add any more alcohol content. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I didn't really like it dump a gallon of milk in it or anything. 
Well, is, that, is that what you envisioned? His, like, I, that just, is totally <laughs> what I envisioned him yeah. just taking a gallon of milk and bloop, just like that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. interesting how it is a science though. And until you try it, like you don't know how something's going to like react until you do the full process, which is kind of frustrating if you're, oh, yeah. you know, putting all this money into it. Yeah. And there are people that obviously get way more into it than I do because <laughs> I mean, you, you really Accurate. need a biology degree if you're going to do it well to, mm -hmm. for what you just said, like how are things going to react with each other? And then when you put in yeast, which is, a living organism, like mm -hmm. what's that going to do? Uh, how's that going to affect the flavor? So yeah, there's a lot of science that goes into it. Yeah. And I feel like, do you do it like in the house or do you have like a space that you dedicate to doing it? That's so, like away from the kids. Yeah. And my, uh, so we actually recently moved and I haven't found a good spot in this new house to do it yet. But, <laughs> so in our old house, I did it outside. Uh, we had a carport, so I would just oh, do it okay. under the carport. Mm -hmm. So I would do it year round. Uh, it usually snowed. And like we would always have, you know, three feet of snow on the ground whenever I decided to brew. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just torture myself, I guess. But I, I have to use like propane burners and stuff, so I, I try and do it outside. Oh, okay. oh, that makes oh that's sense. a good yeah, idea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of like a controlled environment to like keep it in. Yeah, yeah, I had, so I would put everything in uh, like in my fermentation vessel and then uh, <laughs> I would put it in my basement just because it was like a fairly cool environment that, you know, didn't get any sunlight or anything like that. So yeah. I would usually just put it in the basement. I like the science, obviously. I like that part of it. That's neat. I don't I mean, drink it, really it cool. but yeah. <laughs> don't drink beer, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, speaking of brewing, you have a web series. I do. Yeah. It's historical, of course. Historical. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> talk about that. Yeah. So, um, I, I like history. I like learning about history and I, I, I watch, there's a series on YouTube, uh, called Townsend's and they are like 18th century, early 19th century historical stuff. And so they launched uh, their own platform called Townsend's Plus, where they would make, you know, sort of like day in the life things of 18th century, early 19th century. So they have a show on like leatherworking and metalworking, and they have a seamstress and stuff like that and cooking shows. And uh, like beer and, and brewing was such an important part of the time period. And I thought, wouldn't it be really neat if they did a show about that someday? And then, so I was like, well, maybe I'll, I'll just, ask them to make that content. So mm -hmm. I like, I, you know, found an email address and I was typing it up and I was like, you know, what would be really neat on this new platform of yours is if you did a brewing show. And then as I continued to write the email, I was like, and you know, I, I know a little bit about historical <laughs> brewing and, and you know, I've, I've done some video production stuff and I know how to edit and I've, you know what, I could just do this for you. <laughs> and uh, so then they emailed back and like, yeah, send us a pilot episode. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I shot a pilot and they were like, we love it. So make some shows for us. <laughs> so. How often do you do that? Make um, shows for them. So I only have, I've been doing it now for like a year and I only have three, I think three episodes okay. published and I'm going to, I'm actually this weekend, I need to work on another one. So we don't have like a set production schedule. Um, I'm not like on any sort of payroll, so I'm kind of free to <laughs> okay. just whenever I can make them content, I do. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so not as frequently as I would like. Very into brewing. That's neat. I love it. Yeah. yeah. But it's still in the beginning stages, so it could mm -hmm. pick up. And yeah, exactly. And the idea of the show is that I'm, 
I'm working on building my own historical brewing kit because I want to brew historical recipes on historical equipment. And you can't just like go to the store and buy Uh the historical equipment. So a lot of it has to be made. So actually like the next episode I want to work on, uh, I I bought a big barrel. It was a barrel from a local brewery here. So I I want to cut the barrel in half and then I'll use that as like a mash tun. I'll have to drill holes in it and stuff like that. So, yeah. So that's That's um, cool. And then once I get my kit set up, then I'll actually be able to brew beer with so, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So silly question. Do you wear period clothing? In your- <laughs> that, that will be, the, yes. So I don't yet. Okay. But whenever I get like all of my, I, it, I think it would be weird if I was wearing like historical kit and brewing with like stainless steel. <laughs> right. So whenever I get to the point where I can have my historical kit, then the plan is, yeah, I would, I would wear historical clothing <laughs> I love as well. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really wear a T-shirt that like I dig brewing or something. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can get away with it now, just because. Yeah, I'm still doing like using modern equipment, but yeah, eventually I'll get to that point. Let's move uh, into the future and talk about Twitch, where you uh, stream, you do, you play video games, and you drink and review craft beer. So, let's start with the craft beer. Then I want to talk about the video games. Um, yeah. So, so you review craft beer on Twitch. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your favorite? My favorite beer? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my gosh. Maybe a few favorites then. A few favorites. Yeah. It's hard to pick your yeah, favorite. Yeah, it, it is really hard. Is. To, and it is like, it's so seasonal. So yeah, sometimes true. I'm not into certain styles, but my favorite beer of all time is Bell's Two Hearted Ale. If you've ever had that, you can nope. get it around here. It's an IPA. Uh, Bell's is a brewery in Michigan. And then uh, Two Hearted is like their flagship IPA. Okay. It's my favorite beer of all time. It's not the best beer I've ever had, though. The best beer I've ever had is probably Heady Topper from The Alchemist, which is in Vermont. Okay. Uh, that's like a, it's, that's the beer that like created the hazy IPA style. Okay. Like The Alchemist was like the first one to do it. And uh, man. I mean, who doesn't love Guinness, right? I mean, <laughs> my last name is McElroy, so yeah, no yeah, doubt. I have to. Yeah. I have to like Guinness. Um, and I mean, we're from Pennsylvania, so I mean, you're practically issued Yingling on a oh, weekly absolutely. basis, right? <laughs> you so have to. you have to like Yingling as well. Yeah. What about like any local breweries, like like Southern? I mean, Southern Tier is not really local, but it kind of is. Like, do you like Southern Tier at all? I do. Yeah, I like Southern Tier. I've been up to their original brewery up in New York a couple times. My aunt lives yeah. like five minutes away from there. So. Yeah, it's a great spot. It is. You it's can very bring your cool. dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's a new thing. Like so many. So we went to. We try and visit as many different breweries as we can whenever we travel, and we have some family outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, and you can take your dog anywhere in that city. Oh, it's yeah. like a really mm-hmm. dog friendly city. Yep. And that's starting to shift like north. So now mm-hmm. we're seeing almost every brewery mm-hmm. that we go to now you can take your dog and it's that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this place called like Walters or something in Pittsburgh and it's like a restaurant and bar and you can bring your dogs there and they have like outdoor games and stuff too. So it's even more fun. I think they're starting to realize like, oh, if we give them stuff to do and Mm-hmm. alcohol and food, mm-hmm. then they'll come here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And if you've got an outdoor space, yeah, then yeah, it totally makes sense. What's your Twitch name, by the way? MacAttack76. MacAttack76. Yeah. How, <laughs> how did you come up with that one? <laughs> how long have you had that name? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the MacAttack thing, I don't know. That's been around for a long time. 
probably just like since high school, I guess people would just say, mm -hmm. hey, Mac Attack. So I, don't know, <laughs> I guess it just stuck. But it was never like, like AOL, it's the messenger. That wasn't my AOL name or anything. No. So I don't know. I guess I just. Certain things are. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, whenever I was trying to make a Twitch account, I, w I didn't want to use my name. So I was like, well, I don't know, Mac Attack, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, back to this Mac Attack business. Yeah. <laughs> did you play sports or, I mean, did they just... I did. Ran? Okay, because yeah. I was just like, are you some guy who just walked down the hall and they said, hey, Mac Attack. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I, okay. I played I played football in high school. Okay, yeah. that makes a little more sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, let me ask, what video games do you play on Twitch? Usually I play, uh, it's a game called Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, but I play yeah, some other familiar. games too, um, like uh, what Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a really good one. Great game, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, great game. Sometimes I'll play Skyrim. Well, I'll keep okay. it in the Elder Scrolls family and play some Skyrim. But yeah, usually I'm playing Elder Scrolls Online. That was a game that was very popular when I was in college. Um, not that it's not popular now, but I just remember it was very popular. Um, everyone was very excited about it. So yeah. Now the graphics have only gotten exceedingly better. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. I, I I mean, Twitch, I think, is such a unique platform. And I see a lot more women are getting into it, too, mm -hmm. where they play video games, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I think you're the first person we've had on that actually has their own Twitch stream. So oh, really? I think so. Yeah. yeah I, I think, think a lot of people have else. watched yeah, people yeah, yeah. switch, but like, because yeah. I, I like my, well, my ex used to, have a Twitch account and I would literally even if I wasn't there I'd like sit there turn it on listen to him playing games and listen to him talking Yeah, and then I'd be doing something well, It's totally so different. popular yeah. like my my nephew loves watching people play video games Instead which of playing is like, himself Yeah I mean I I feel like I just, two or three years ago is when like I really first started hearing about not, not Twitch but like because Twitch like I feel like they've always used that platform like oh video game reviews or like, st like stuff like that mm -hmm. but like the fact that it's so popular amongst like kids like Especially like 12, 13. Oh, yeah. Like, like they YouTube. Love, yeah, they love it. And like yeah. They, they well, can't get enough of it. And uh, for a lot of like cord cutters, people who don't have cable, yeah. that is their entertainment. Yeah, yeah. true. Very true. Like I've got, I've got people that tune into my streams every, every day or every time that I stream who are, I mean, like 50 years old and <laughs> they don't watch TV. They, that's cool. they literally watch Twitch all day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like that's their entertainment. And it is interesting sometimes because I, I mean, maybe back in the day I was decent at video games and I'm terrible now. So it's, it's sometimes cool just to see how good people actually are. Not to mention people make a ton yeah. of money through Twitch. A yeah. ton. Yeah, you can. They are like, the, it's the top like 0.02% of yeah. streamers that do it. So like I will average maybe 10 viewers a stream, okay. which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's in the top 1% of Twitch streams. Really? Yeah. That's kind of oh, cool. Wow. Yeah. So it's like there are so many, like millions of people who stream on Twitch every day who nobody watches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So if you get anybody watching, it just makes you feel real good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to put in a lot of effort, like on all the other social medias that you have. Like, yeah. That's how yeah. I've seen a lot of the girls that have Twitch. Like they... Like, well, whatever recording is on their live stream, they'll snippet that and, like, put it on, like, TikTok or something. Mm -hmm. Like, the funny blurbs that, you know, that came out during their live stream. And I'm like, that's so much, like, to go back. Well, like, when you edit these episodes, you have to go back and listen to yourself and, mm -hmm. like, cut things out and be like, yeah, that's good enough to post on here. And, like, oh, yeah. it's just, like, a full-time job. If you want it to yeah. be successful, you have to put it everywhere and hope that it reaches the right audiences. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. If, I mean, if you want to really do it well, you have yeah. to do exactly what you just said. Too much work for me. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm just not good enough. Um, all right. So I've been buying my time waiting to ask this question. You only have nine and a half toes. How that happened? <laughs> I, I have to so, know. So this is actually, it's a, this is a segment on my Twitch stream sometimes is, <laughs> Uh, there's like a little reward thing. So if you watch enough, then you can like earn points. And then yeah. if you, you can then use your points to request this, the story of, of why I only have, <laughs> uh, the kicker is I change the story every time. So no one on oh. Twitch actually knows the real story, but I'll, I'll tell you. The okay. Real story. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Did we get the it's, real deal? It's, uh, it's really not exciting. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm sorry to build it up only to be disappointed. Uh, I, I was, uh, so year I was in college and I don't know if anybody remembers this, but the G20 summit was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah. So I went to school at Point Park University, which is right downtown. Yeah. And because downtown Pittsburgh was like inundated with rioters and protesters mm-hmm. for this. So they closed campus and they sent us all home for like three days that week. Wow. And so I was home on like a random Thursday in September or whenever it was. And I was, I was living, you know, with my parents at the time. So I was like, well, I'll mow the grass today. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So, oh. Yeah. So I was mowing the grass and my parents live on a, there's a little bit of a hill. And, uh, I guess there was still some dew on the ground. <laughs> oh no. And my foot <laughs> slipped and went right. No. Oh yeah. god. Right underneath. The straight through the tennis shoe. Yeah, it went straight through the tennis shoe. Do you have pictures? Which to- which toe? Really, is Cassandra? What is wrong with you? I think a I'm, lot. Yeah, a lot. I may have photos. I have to scroll through for a while. Uh, that's yeah, a scrapbook. I don't need to see yeah, things. They, photos exist. <laughs> and uh, it was the big toe on my left foot. Oh, oh no. Yeah, so I was I imagining like your pinky toe. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. Same, oh. same. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. Wait, was your balance like messed yeah. up? Yeah. It was for a little bit. Yeah. So I had to wear, uh, I, I needed to get this special insole in my shoes that had a, it was like a metal bar that went down that side of my foot and just gave me some extra stability in my foot until I, like my body could kind of figure yeah. it out a little bit. Now I'm fine and like you'd never know. But yeah, it, it took a little bit of do you, getting used Do you wear sandals or slides? Yeah, I do. I still wear sandals. And it's so funny because Sorry. one time I was on vacation and I, it was like at the beach or something. I was wearing flip-flops. How? Didn't even think about it. So there is a there is some left. Okay. Yeah. So like I can, I can a nub. Yeah. He's a nub. Yeah, there's a nub. No nail. I can't, I can't even do, <laughs> do kids ever like, you yeah. know how kids are rude. Well, that's yeah. like, yeah, well, that exactly it. Yeah. Like, look at you like, wow. So that's, I was in this, I was in an elevator uh, at, on vacation wearing flip-flops, didn't think anything of it. Some, some lady got on the elevator with her probably like three-year-old son who just like was looking down at the floor <laughs> and then looked over and I could see the horror oh, on my his gosh. face. And he like looks at the toe. And just kind of looks up at me and then looks around like, we're on an elevator. Monster. (laughs) This guy is a monster. Uh, So, yeah, that was. Like, you almost want to tell him, like, yeah, shark bet it. Listen to your mom. Yeah. So that's why, because it's a lame story. uh, Whenever I'm on Twitch and people ask, how'd you do it? I make up a really cool story. That's awesome. You know, uh, I somehow like saved, saved the world or, you know, whatever. (laughs) We call it the no-toe hero. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. That's my, that's the segment on Twitch. Andy, that's the name of this episode. The no-toe hero. Yeah. No. That is so good. 
my gosh. All right. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I, I, I was going to ask about like where the toe is cut off, but you said it's a nub and there's no nail. So like, it's obviously not, you know, down is the middle. Is it before or it's, after it's the knuckle? top and bottom. Uh, it was, it cut off the knuckle. So it was like, uh, well. <laughs> Travis is so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm feeling I, I mean, that. I, I'm okay. trying to describe <laughs> imagination. Me. Yeah. Trying to describe it for podcast viewers <laughs> oh, or listeners. Okay. So yes. like it wasn't cut off. Like it was almost shaved off, you know, like you're like, oh. like a cheese grater sort of. Oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the description. Not this me. is fantastic. Yeah. So, but the weird, so I obviously didn't finish mowing. Uh, so I, you know, I, I had to go to the hospital, but my brother finished because the lawn looked ridiculous, right? You know, half of it's mowed and half of it's not. So later that <laughs> Never day- Never mind the fact that you were in the hospital because yeah, you lost part so, of your toe. So my brother finished mowing that day and he found <gasps> the part that was chopped off. Did he touch it? No, oh, well, he, he didn't. He put, it, he put it in a plastic bag <laughs> and put it in the freezer. I don't know why. Like they you weren't going to reattach it. it. Yes. Yeah. It was this mangled, awful mess of a thing. Yeah, so it was in the freezer. And like, and then- he didn't tell anybody about it though. And then months later, <gasps> months later, my dad's looking through the freezer and he's like, oh, what God. is this? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. This, this made my day. Yeah. I love it. This best story episode. escalated. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. This is not a boring story. This is wonderful. <laughs> no, it's only gotten better. I can't believe you don't tell the real story because oh it's hilarious. God. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Gosh. Gosh, the no-toe yeah. hero in the flesh. So now I, I bought a yard that is flat. Good job. Call. And Good I still job. mow with uh, steel-toed boots on. I, I would, yeah. I'm going to start, man. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, that was the other thing. Everyone was like, don't wear flip-flops when you mow, you dummy. I yeah. Like, no, I, I promise. I was wearing tennis shoes. It cut right yeah. through. Yeah, no doubts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Erica's your hobbies face. include uh, cutting the grass with steel-toed boots. But you also like to hike and backpack. Yeah. What other hobbies? Um, man, what other hobbies? I read some. I uh, watch movies, watch shows. Do some camping. Try yeah, to, really to camp. Like authentic camping or like you have like a camper? No, like real actual okay. sleep outside in a tent camp. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. And I'm trying to get my wife to that point too. She's not <laughs> like she needs a bathroom with running water. I feel that. In order oh. to feel comfortable, mm -hmm. which is fine. Yeah. But I'm trying to break her of that. So. I was actually really proud of myself. At Christmas this year, as a stocking stuffer, I bought her this, it's this, a tool, it's called a sheepy. That's what I thought yeah. you were yeah. going to say. Oh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You have to have some special skill to make that work, though, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she hasn't mastered it yet. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> she probably opened her side and was like, yeah, thanks, Mike. Well, That's exactly what I wanted. Her, I bought it in purple, which you. is her favorite color. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That doesn't make it better. No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Do you have sisters? She or was anything? touched. No, I only have one brother. Okay. Yeah. There you go. This yeah. makes more sense yeah. now. Yeah. Well, she, you so know. a friend. <laughs> she was pretty happy that I was at least kind enough to get it in her favorite color. I'm sure. So thoughtful. She sounds so thoughtful. like a great person. She is. Yeah. We've been married for 10 years. Well, <laughs> then, yep. yep. She understands. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh God! I love that. And her favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you you also have children. Yeah, I've got yes. one one four year old son. 
Yeah. His name is Kellen, and he is my greatest joy. I love him. Yeah, he's great. You said he's four? He's four, yeah. Is he in pre-K? Yeah, he's in preschool. So he goes three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And he actually just failed his speech test. Oh, God. So now I got to take him to like I can hear the disappointment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I knew knew it was coming. (laughs) He can't say his K's or his L's, which is bad since both are in his name. Oh. So So wait, how does he say his name then? Well, he 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 can do K okay, but his L's he he says like W, so like Cal- oh Cal- yeah, like yeah. yeah, like yellow. Yeah. My brother used to say Lello instead of exactly. Like yeah. and I like, feel like yeah. it's a totally normal yeah. developmental oh, yeah. thing, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, so he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cowan sounds like a Game of Thrones character, so I say you just change his name, just save him the the trouble. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, sounds cool. We could do yeah. that. Cowan yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, we could do that. Um. That's awesome. And I've been to speech, so I get it. And actually, my brother's a speech pathologist, so. Oh, there you go. Very pro-speech. I still have a lisp. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Life goes on. Life oh, goes absolutely. On. Yeah. And we still understand <laughs> you completely <laughs> until I get excited. And then sometimes it's more uh, evident. <laughs> uh, I have one final question. Mm-hmm. But if you guys have more, we can do that. But uh, what's your favorite thing about Penn State Shenango so far? I think it's probably the, just like the community element of it. So okay. it's um, it's a, a small school where everybody knows everybody else, but it's part of this larger, like massive university, you know, statewide thing that everybody knows. So like we we have the name recognition of Penn State. So like if, if you say that, everybody knows what you're talking about immediately. But we are this small sort of, um, I don't know, yeah, small community where, you know, like I said, everybody knows everybody. We're all working together to achieve the, achieve the same goals. I mean, we're all wearing the same colors here. So, it, you know, it's I like that. I like that element where um, like maybe at a, at a larger university level, there's maybe some red tape and stuff that you have to follow. But like here on campus, if I need something from student affairs, I'll just like walk down. Yeah. I don't, I don't Open need door to, policy. Exactly. Like I, I don't need to be on anybody's calendar. I just like walk in and yeah. knock and be like, Hey, I need this or whatever. And the same with me. I mean, people yeah. just walk. Yeah. In. Yeah. Like, Your turnaround yeah. with stuff is amazing. As soon as like you show for pictures, I'm like, Oh, I just saw Mike like 30 minutes ago. He took pictures. Literally they're in my inbox already. <laughs> <laughs> like that brings me so much joy. I can't even express to you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I, I, uh, I like, I, I don't like waiting on other people, so I, f- I don't want other people to have to wait on me, so I try and be efficient. It. Hence why we also really like you. Yeah. Yes. Because so, we have similar mindsets, you know? Yeah. So. Great answer. Love it. Do you guys have any more questions for Mike? No. No. Mac attack. All right. <laughs> like we'll get Mike off the hot seat and move on to memory lane. So Memory Lane today has a familiar vibe as we're going to talk about video games. And our first question is, what was your first gaming system? 
first gaming system? And we'll start with Mac Attack because he's our special guest. So, <laughs> Mike. Uh, my first gaming system was a Super Nintendo after I begged my parents, the SNES, <laughs> after I begged my parents to get it because my babysitter's son had it. And so I played it all the time when I was at the babysitter. So after, after a year or so of begging, my parents finally got me one. I have a follow-up question. Um, first, first game you had with your Super Nintendo. Can you remember? First game, man, it was either it was either Super Mario Brothers or Mario Kart. It was definitely in the Mario family. I think it came with Mario Kart. Did it? I think so. I thought it came with Yoshi. Really? I, I think there was different was... starter packs depending on okay. what you wanted to go with. I have a question about this gaming system because it might be the one that I started with, but I don't know the name of it because I don't really know. Um, <laughs> were the cartridges for the games, did they go on the top? Yeah. And, and sometimes you had to, like, to blow, blow them out. Yep. Oh, yep. I had the same thing. Okay, yeah. that's what mine's called. Okay. I was just going to ask you, your first gaming system was Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. And I had Sonic. How? No, that's that Sega Genesis. You would have had a Sega. Okay, yeah. That, I was just that about thing. to say the Sega Genesis did the same thing. Okay, then that's what I had. <laughs> no clue how I got it. No clue where it appeared from. But it was plugged into my TV when we had to use the three different color ports. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Travi. Come on, date yourself. Yeah, I know. Probably that's Atari. Yeah. Atari. Very nice. With uh, Pitfall and E.T. E.T.? was like the Empire. You can't even beat that game to this like day. Like E.T. like <laughs> this movie? Yeah. That game makes no sense. Was that, well, isn't that rated movie. like the worst game ever made? It, 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 I would, it's got my vote. <laughs> I want to sure. see the graphics of that. Oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> Have you ever seen an Atari? Nope. No. Oh, honey. <laughs> Is it A-T-A-R-I? Oh, wake up, is that how you spell it? Yep. Yeah, look up E.T., the game. I was gonna say, literally makes no sense. Graphics, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I like the uh, cover art of the game. This? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Aww. So can, can I ask, like, what, what what did you do in the in the E.T. game? Like, did you just um, try to run away from people? You had to, like, collect the Reese's pieces, like those little dot things. No. And then this you guy in the yellow would game. chase you around. Yes. For no reason, but there was... <laughs> <laughs> he said the guy in the yellow one. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. Hazmats. It was, uh, yeah, it was It was definitely weird. Interesting. Don't think there's a point to it. Well. So you look at the guy in the yellow. He's chasing look. you. He yeah. just looks evil. Yeah. Yeah. Look at those pixels. <laughs> they're, they look very, like they're on a safari. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. What was uh, Curious George's friend's name? The man with the yellow hat. That was oh, his name. Yep, yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. The man with the yellow hat. Erica, sorry, we're going to jump over to you. Um, I wasn't cool enough to have an Atari. My cousin had one. And that we played on that every now and then. But my first system was the original Nintendo. There you go. Yes. And game? Game that I enjoy or game that came with it. Yeah. Like, like first game you really played. First game I really played. Well, <laughs> Mario Brothers all day. Okay. It became an addiction, really. Super Mario. <laughs> what did guy. you say my game was called? Or my Sonic Sega the Genesis. Of Sega Genesis. Bruce, you're up. First gaming system and game you played. I sold NES. NES, okay. And it came with Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay, I remember that. Wow. One. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember okay. having to buy that game. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
That's yeah. one you could you could have like the raccoon thing. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was like uh-huh. a fifty dollar game too. It was yeah. <laughs> I mean it yeah. might as well have been three hundred dollars. Yeah, right, right, right. Back then I mean, for sure. I think you, if I remember the, the, it came out in like nineteen eighty three. You remember the but, year. <laughs> I say, but we didn't get it until like nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah. So, same. Right. Same. So by then it was much lower in price. But yeah, I would go over to my cousin's house and play games over there if we wanted to play video games. Same. Andy? Mine was the Sega Genesis. Um, first game I played wasn't Sonic. It was actually Coach K's basketball. That's about Makes right. Sense. And it was, <laughs> it was were you terrible? Awesome. Were you terrible at that game too? No, I, I think, I think, um, no, I, I was actually, when I was younger, I was pretty good at this, uh, at Sega. Uh, I beat Sonic. Um, Me too. Could never really beat Lion King or the Aladdin game. I don't know. Those games were impossible. Actually, Jurassic Park was the most difficult game I think I've ever played. Really? I thought that game was impossible. Yeah, it that didn't matter if you were the man or the raptor. You I just, think you, just, you couldn't. Turtles, the first Ninja Turtles for NES yeah. was impossible. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was hard. That was, yeah. Oh, I get yeah. to a point where you can't it. go anywhere. Yeah, I, I didn't know. try. It was more, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm just going to play Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can beat right. that. <laughs> all right, second and final question. Favorite game of all time? This is going to be a hard one to answer, but I'm going to go with Mike first because he's our guest. How do you how do you answer? I don't know. Like what makes favorite, it your favorite? Yeah, yeah. Favorite game of all time. Um, I'm going to say, oh my gosh, I'm like sweating. <laughs> I'm gonna say Halo Three, just because not only was the game great, but I had so much fun playing it with my friends. The multiplayer on that is is unmatched. We it's spent so good hours and days of our lives playing it with each other and just laughing oh, so like hard at the You have to have stuff. an Xbox for that, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we had a great time playing it. I mean Halo sticky 3. grenades and yep. oh my gosh. We and like that was the peak <coughs> LAN party game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you would br- everyone would bring over their Xboxes and TVs and we'd go to my friend's basement <laughs> and then we'd all get <laughs> like the best. Yeah. We'd we would drink two liters of Mountain Dew, just right. like, you know, <laughs> Straight right the to bottle. the face. And then we would all get like pizzas and we'd stay up all night. Those are peak. That's like <laughs> the best. So games. accurate. Yeah. That is good. I've never lived I love more than, <laughs> than in my mom's than basement. Than in my Watch mom's me. basement with my friends playing Halo 3. <laughs> love that. All right. I'm going to go backwards. Bruce, what about you? So that's a really tough question. <laughs> it depends on like when I was younger or like you know later on. Yeah, but probably Super Bar- Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, it's like I remember I used to play with like my cousins or like even my dad would play uh, Super Mario Brothers even though he hated video games. <laughs> yeah. like, I never understand what we're supposed to do in the. <laughs> but yeah, I was just I remember being up. Like all night trying to beat levels and getting so mad. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. you'd finally beat it and be like, never playing again. And then it's <laughs> right. like, all right, time to go do the next level. <laughs> That's a yeah. good game. I get it. All right, Erica. I'm going to have to agree with Bruce because I have spent hours trying to find the perfect path to the last level. So it was more like a scientific experiment mm-hmm. for me, you know. And there were so many different ways that you could get around and all these. Yeah, the there was something for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Super Mario was, uh, excuse me, Super Mario Brothers 3, hands down. 
Awesome. Travi? E.T.? No. <laughs> I'd probably have to go with Zelda 2. Like, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that game was good. That's a good one. It's probably my favorite. Hard to hard to argue too much on that one. Cassandy Cheeks. I'm not a big gamer, to be honest. <clears throat> so, and you'll laugh. I, I don't like playing with other people usually because the people I'd play with was like my little brother who was uh, six years younger than me. So either if he beat me, I was mad because he's six years younger or he wasn't able to understand it. So like I didn't like playing things and I like playing things with a story. So I, and we had one TV in my house. So like if my parents wanted to watch the TV, we had to give up what we were doing. So I preferred Game Boys when they came out anyways, because you could go to your room and stuff and you could save your progress and come back to it later. So you're going to laugh at what I'm going to say though, because I remember the game very well and I played it multiple times. Shrek. I love the oh storylines of Shrek <laughs> as a kid. I don't know why. I thought they were so interesting. And I just played it over and over and over again until my purple Game Boy died. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I played Mario Tennis on that, on a Game Boy. I didn't have a game, like a Game Boy, but I know how to find Mine was like the wide one, though, not like oh, okay. the original, like, long one. Yeah, ones. I don't think Mine I Mine was like. Black and white one. Yeah. Mine was mm-hmm. in color. That's cool. Game Boy color. Yeah. And it was indigo or purple. Uh, all right. So I'm not going to steal Mike's answer because I think in college we probably played Halo 3 Game um, Boy Advance. Every, every night. Um, I will say for the exact same reasons, though, maybe Gauntlet Legends on the Dreamcast. Uh, and I would say a larger problem that I have with the video game industry is they've really gone away from couch co-op games, which sucks. Yeah. Because there's... there's what does that mean? Like two players? Like now, like all the multiplayer games are like online, uh, which I get. Oh, yeah, but it used to be great back in the day because you, 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 you had a split together. screen. You had yeah. a split yeah. screen for you know, three of your friends or the LAN parties. Like everybody brings them over. Like it's just... It was so much more fun in my opinion. Yeah. You had to like, sit down, yeah. you know. Goldeneye. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Goldeneye yes. was yes. life changing. And I feel like if they remade Goldeneye today and you had right. to play online, it wouldn't be the same. Like, they are. They Xbox are? Xbox is releasing nice. Goldeneye. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, I want to sit down with my friends on and I want to have myself in the top <laughs> left corner right. and just like laugh at each other and you know, chopping people and you know, you setting remote Gauntlet? lines. Gauntlet Legends, yeah. Do you remember the the one for NES? I do, yes. I ha- I have and and there was one there was yeah, one it was after very that weird too. It was, weird. it was called Dark Legacy. Oh. But yeah. it was so much fun. Nobody and, said like, Metroid. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, yeah, Metroid is good. But I miss I miss couch co-op games. I miss split screen. I miss being with friends and just right. playing in the same room. That was always the best. So I also enjoy like the the Smash Brothers game. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Another yeah. great couch yeah. co-op game. Yeah. I like the party games too, like Mario Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, Mario Kart. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring that back video TV. game industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Bring my, it back. I should I should make a special note too for Skyrim because it is like <laughs> nothing was ever as immersive as, as Skyrim right. was. I probably I have it. the most hours played in Skyrim, even though Halo Three might be my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Something that also frustrates me with like the newer systems, like the what is it, the Switch? Like it's almost designed to be where you can do use it as like a Game Boy type thing. Yeah. Or you can like plug, plug it, it into in. a console. Yeah. But a lot of the the content, like, you can't bring with you somewhere else. Right. Like, you right. have to take it with you. Right. So it was, it was always fun, like, growing up, you could get, like, the memory cards yeah. or whatever. Yep. And, like, go over to a friend's house and play that. Okay, one more old thing. Do you guys remember you used to be able to rent 
like a Nintendo at like the yes. oh yeah absolutely yes. yeah. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> like the whole system like the yes whole the system. whole system yeah. Yeah. or games too yep yeah. equal video oh yeah. yeah but like okay I'm I'm not saying like you didn't have a credit card on file for them to like charge you though no like if you didn't bring it back oh, back yeah, in the, you day. Had the old slide uh huh. <laughs> And like make a copy of it, like yeah. a right. carbon copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or if you had a card, like an actual card, next time you came back, they could just bill you for whatever. I know, right? but like <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what if you didn't bring it back? Like, what if they just got stolen because they didn't? Well, have that happened. That happened. I mean, that happened. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it thinking did. of like, oh, I forgot a week yeah. later they're going to charge me when I bring it back in. I'm thinking about the people who are like, oh, you no, suckers, pe- you don't have my no. information. People I'm, stole yeah. things all the time. All the time. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, and people were arrested for it. I mean. You are stealing property. I just think that gives too much room for people to be jerks. What do you think about what? That was oh, a yeah. different time. I would say back in the day, though. <laughs> back in the day, that was like a treat, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You had a good week. I'm going to rent a system right. or I'm right. going to rent this game. Plus, it was mm-hmm. linked to your giant Eagle Advantage card. Yeah. Yes. So. That's oh. right. Or like your Blockbuster card <laughs> uh-huh. or your Hollywood video card. So, like, so. if you went into Giant Eagle and you had a, a rental due You'd go to the register to buy something, and then be like, "Hey, you also have this overdue." Mm-hmm. Oh, so like they'd embarrass you in front of like the whole line. Of oh, yeah, a lot pretty of much. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. you know, if you were late on something and you went right. to Blockbuster, you would like <laughs> wait until you got paid <laughs> so you can pay the fee because you know they're going to give you a trouble next time you try to rent something. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay, that makes. Sense. They find you. They would <laughs> they find, find you. you. Yes. <laughs> they have people for that. Yep. They do. All right, well, that wraps up Memory Lane. Let's move on to Spotlight, and we'll finish up this episode. I have two Spotlights today, and I'm going to give Kyle Jackson and Malik Davis my Spotlights because they have done a wonderful job in not only advertising for SGA, but also for stepping up to the plate, coming with ideas. Um, They are very outgoing. They are very involved. And uh, I think they deserve a spotlight because they've done a really good job this semester. And I think they're trying to get others interested in becoming more of a community on campus and trying to get back to where we were pre-pandemic. So um, shout out to those two. They're killing it. Can't say enough nice things about those guys. So any other spotlights? No, I think you nailed it. Okay. And last but not least, I will thank Mike, the Mac Attack McElroy, (laughs) for joining us today, indulging us with our ridiculous questions, but also sharing the one-toe hero. (laughs) No-toe hero. No-toe hero. I wrote it down. (laughs) No-toe hero story. Um, But seriously, thank you. And and you really are doing a great job. Thank you. And you're absolutely fitting in super well. So Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Uh, that wraps us up. Please remember to subscribe and listen for another episode of Prerequisite. And we do enjoy entertaining you and giving you updates. Can't, ex- can't wait to see what the class provides. And, uh, you know, stay kind, you jabronis. We're out.